Okay, let me get in the right frame of mind here. I'm just walking around downtown. Sometimes that's fun. Sometimes that's inspiring. Sometimes it's not. I was just bumping into a bunch of jerks. So I'm kind of in a mood right now. I don't even know what kind of a mood I'm in, but I'm in some kind of mood. What happened? Are actual men and women becoming extinct? Are, are we? Are the, are the normal people, not the crazies out there, are the normal people becoming in, in extinct? There are far too many insecure, attention-starved, brainwashed people walking around waiting to be told what to say, waiting to be told what to do, instead of just interacting with people and respecting them for people being people. What the, what the hell's going on here? I, I'm seriously concerned about this world. And it's weird to think that maybe you could have some sort of a small positive effect on the way all that stuff plays out, but I just want to vomit. So that's the kind of mood I'm Let me try to, let me try to, I'm shaking my head here. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Please like and subscribe. It's great to have you here. Whew. Okay, okay, here we go. By the way, thank you so much for the comments on the last couple shows. Two shows ago, I had my buddy Mike Pace on. He's a stand-up comedian, but he and I uh, kind of fancy ourselves as philosophers, and we like talking about life. We like joking around. We've had two-hour phone conversations where we've said absolutely nothing to each other <laughs> of substance, and then we've had the sit-down talk where we're just like, ah, I'm glad I have a friend like that. One of our listeners, or one of the listeners commented on it and they put it right. He goes, you guys are awesome. You sound like two eight-year-olds sitting in a sandbox playing with toy dump trucks talking about important shit. <laughs> I'll take it. I like that. And of course, the last show has turned out like I, I didn't think it was going to be controversial, but I got an email. I got an email the last show where I kind of was calling out some people, uh, one specific person, about uh, their business practices and they're, they're a fraud now. I did not hear from this person per se by himself, but I heard from somebody. And they asked politely, they were very professional about it, uh, threatening me with a lawsuit, uh, a light lawsuit. And threatening, uh, just asking me to take it down because this really does no good for anybody saying things along the lines of we want you to become more aware of what's really happening out there and how things are really done. Maybe you just need to be informed a little more. That's right. It's my fault. You're right. I stand by the show. I didn't say any names. I talked to an attorney. It's staying up. And it's not there for an argument. It's there for a reference point for people like me who want to live a positive lifestyle and are just really sick and tired of all the, the bull crap with it, all the fakeness, all the fraud, all the, the pretty beautiful people banging beautiful people to get followers. I mean, I, like I said in the last show, it'd make a great movie, but it's not a great lifestyle. It's not a great lifestyle. So I stand behind that. Okay. I've manifested so many things in my life 
just by sheer will and sheer just wanting to do something so badly. I didn't need to pay somebody $3,000 for a lesson on how to manifest and how to make things happen. When's the last time you saw an interview of a very successful person and they go, so how did you get there? How did you do it? Oh, it's simple. I just followed so-and-so's steps and uh, voila, I made it happen. No, that's not the way things happen. In my opinion, these aren't really rules, but there are three ways for that I operate on and you could choose to use these or not. This show is not a preachy, do things my way show. It's just ideas, okay? But I'm cheering you on. Know that I am cheering you on just like I'm cheering myself on. No one else is cheering me on that I know of. People are a little interested. Hey, what's this guy up to? Some people have already made up their mind. Up, oh, fail, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to, to make things happen. And I have been able to do that my entire life. The things you need to know, um, and I'm going to give it like three things. Do it your way. There is no right way. There is no wrong way. Trial and error. Do it your way. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows your product. Nobody knows your message like you do. And it's just a talent. And, and it only happens after you've been doing it for a while to be able to express your vision to others very clearly to where they go, oh, I get it. I buy in. Thank you. I get it. That type of thing. There's no right way, no wrong way. Okay, that's number one. The second one is you need a clear, I mean, an ultra clear vision of what you want. Not like, oh, I want to be a, a rock singer. No, you need a clear vision. You need what band you're in. You need the way you're going to look. You need to know everything about that job. You need to have a clear vision and you need to start doing it right then. But you also need to be flexible and be aware when things aren't working and you're getting enough messages that, ah, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe there's other ways to do it. You need to be flexible. You need to be able to make changes on the fly, but you need a absolute defining, clear, uh, you know, description of what you want in your head. Okay. You need that. And then this is the, where I struggle the most, but I'm pretty good at it now is when do you stop? When do you quit? When do you give it up? When do you go, I've had enough. And you only quit. You only quit when that passion leaves your soul. When it's, when you no longer think about it at night, when you no longer think about it during the day, when you're no longer watching a video on it or a how to this or a how to that, or reading a book on something that when you, when that goes away, then you could get rid of your, your dream or your goal, but that's it. You got to just keep after it. If it's something, you know, let it frustrate you. Let, let you, you got to feel like you're failing. You have to feel like you're failing to know when you're hitting all the right spots. So yeah, you don't need to pay anybody three grand for that. There, a little free thing for you. Hopefully you could try some of that and it will work for you as well. All right. Okay. I said on the last show that I was going to tell you today what T11 stands for. The name of the show, T11 with Terry James. And it, like I said, it, T is not for Terry. Uh, 11 is not because of my basketball number, because I was born in November. It has nothing 
to do with that. Just awesome coincidences. I love that it kind of matches up with it. The T stands for something that I truly believe that we are all doing, whether we know it or not. We're transforming. We're transcending. The T stands for that. We are moving forward in life. That's what the T stands for. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. It stands for moving forward, transcending, being open for really amazing things. Now, the number 11 is the interesting part. It's a, and I don't want to blow people off of this, it's kind of a spiritual awakening number. Google it, you can see what I'm talking about. I'm not making this stuff up. The number 11 has to do with the power of manifestation and how powerful you truly are and that we are capable to do a lot of things. And it's weird that a number's associated with that. It's called the illuminator. And I just, I just put them together. And I'm hoping that anytime I see the logo, I'm reminding myself that um, I'm growing and I'm making shit happen. That's all it is. That T11 means we're growing, means that we're making things happen. It's not a brag. It's not a this. It's not a that. It's just a, to me, it's a powerful logo. It's a powerful title. And I hope that over time that it will become powerful to you as well. If it is powerful to you as well, you can get, I've got to think a t-shirt up for grabs on there or maybe a, a hoodie. I don't know what's on there. If you go to terryjames.com, you click on the merch, you can pick some up and I'm going to be making some really cool stuff with the logo for those of you that, that like it. And it's not about the show. The, the shirt isn't about the show. The shirt is just a reminder for you to go, yeah, I'm moving forward, doing things my way. I'm making shit happen. Get out of my way. That's it. That's all it is. All right. So let's catch up a little bit. I've been working out a lot more. I'm sure you could tell. Oh, I just put my arm up and it's, and it doesn't, it's not even bigger than the microphone. If you're looking at it uh, on YouTube, it's not even bigger than the microphone. That's puny. Anyway, I've been working out. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better. The one thing that I am not getting good at is sleep. I am just killing myself when it comes to sleep. And I'm trying so hard. And my wife and I are now it's I, I look bad going to bed every night. I, I, um, I, I get into my own head. And I'm having a real tough time with this. And Sherry even suggested, why don't you go get a sleep? study done or go talk to a, a sleep therapist. It's, it's getting to a point where I feel like I'm just being hazy during the, most days during the week. I have no problem on the weekend sleeping at night. I just fire off all kinds of stuff. I have a lot of interest, a lot of ideas. In fact, one of these things I'm about to tell you about came to me in a sleepless night and I'm going to give it a try and I'll let you know what that is here in a second. But I do have these other things that I really enjoy doing as well. And I got to, I want to try to find time for that. Like I like art, but I only like a specific type of art. I am drawn to shapes and colors, uh, clean lines, like architecture. I like uh, the clean lines. I like that mid-century modern stuff. I don't like a bunch of clutter, but I am drawn to the art where you look at it and you look at it and you stare at it and you go, it kind of feels cool, but I, it's not a painting of anything. I could do that. You know, it's just a bunch of dots and lines and squishes and smears and, and all that. It's contemporary stuff. And I love that stuff. And I've been doing that, but I'm not showing anybody. I haven't shown anybody that stuff. But I'm, I think I may found a way to expose 
it to some people that aren't going to tear me a new one. And I'm going to talk about that here in a second and also a way for you to do the same thing. I also want to play drums. I used to play drums. I would love to have a drum set, but living in a condo, you just can't do it. There's no room. I don't have a room. I'd be bothering the neighbors, all that kind of stuff. So if we move, uh, and hopefully it'll have a place where I can put a drum set in there. And I'm not, a, I don't want to be in a band there's nothing like that. I just like putting on headphones and feeling like I'm doing something and getting beaten out some energy, you know, Oh, that sounded nasty, didn't it? Uh, and then of course I have something that I've always wanted to do. I just don't know exactly which way to go with this, but I do know that it is now becoming a priority and I want to write, I want to write a book and I want it to be something. I'm not sure exactly what it is yet. And, uh, but I have to take some massive action, action on, uh, on writing, uh, because I think it will be a great exercise. Even if it doesn't become a book for anybody else, I think uh, it'll be great. So, you know, but then of course there's all those skeptics out there that are going to give me shit about all those things. I mentioned people are going to give you shit. That's what this world is becoming, man skeptics, naysayers, they're there to bring us down at any turn, aren't they? So it's really hard to share some of our dreams with each other, knowing that you're going to be slapped down. I mean, I'm around so many, so many negative, insecure, skeptical people that it's, it's painful. When did it become not cool to be hopeful? If you are hopeful and you want to have positive conversations, you're laughed at nowadays. You're looked at as weak because you want to connect with somebody. I don't get it. So here's a way that I think that we could connect with each other. Okay. All right. I don't want to spend my life like that. So I am taking matters into my own hands. And if any of this makes sense to you, I have put together a private Instagram account where we could share our dreams. We could share our art. We could share a, a, a passage from our book. We could talk about a logo we want because we're opening up our own business. We could, you know, anything that we are taking a risk at doing. Um, I want, you're invited to this. Uh, I'm going to leave it open for the first hundred people though, and then see how it goes and I'll shut it off. And then maybe in a few weeks, I'll open it up for more people, but it's called calling all wombats on Instagram. I'm not promoting it anywhere else that I, you know, like on, on social media, you're just going to hear it through word of mouth, whether it's something I post on, you know, me talking or right now it's called calling all wombats all together. And my name's not on there. Uh, just ask to be invited in. I'm going to invite you in and we will be there to support one another, give each other ideas, bounce some things off of each other, critique things. Uh, there's nothing wrong. And I, you need it. You need a, a helpful criticism of what you're doing, but you're, you're doing it out of love. You're doing it out of, I want to see this person succeed. I know they may not do it my way, but have you thought about this? That type of stuff is what that Instagram account is going to be. And I will follow back and we will make things happen on that coming up. Okay, so once again, that's calling all wombats. All right, we'll see what happens. And, and there, you know, I'll share maybe some of that possible book idea. One, one of the ideas, and it's just an idea I'm having for a book, 
is I'm noticing that my light is dimming a little bit. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm not sleeping. I don't know if my I've got too many things on my plate. I don't know, but I just feel a little overwhelmed. I feel, I don't feel that spark that I used to have. And I want to get that spark back. And that's something that I believe that I'm working on. I've been working on this for many years. I have had this, this isn't a new feeling. I've had this feeling for a long time. In fact, I've done other podcasts on it. I've talked to anybody who will listen about it. And I'm coming up with some ideas of, I think, a way for us to, to get that fearless feeling back that we, we've had when we were younger. We were fearless. We didn't give a damn about anything. I didn't give a, care about a yes or a no. I was set on doing something. I didn't know you couldn't do things. I want... I love being beautifully naive about things. And I think that that is a key to making your dreams come true. When you start following somebody's rules, you start following what other people say and all that, you're never going to go anywhere. You got to have that a certain amount of naivety. Or did I say that right? I don't I can't even say that word right, but it's a very very important to become naive again and I'm working on ways to responsibly become naive again. I mean, I think we're totally capable of this, of balancing those two things. Being responsible for what you really need to take care of, but also pushing away all the naysayers, pushing away all the stuff, all those the rules out there that say you can't get something done. Look at all the people that, you know, like that are out there doing things with a physical handicap or, you know, an age restriction or there are no restrictions when you're naive. There's nothing about that. Listen, if you're doing something you love right now, okay, and, and, and I hope you are, but if you're doing something you love right now, and you're making no sales on it. Maybe you 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 make clothes or T-shirts or whatever candles. I don't know. You have zero sales. Uh, you have a podcast like this. Doesn't have a lot of listeners. You've got no listeners. You've got nobody watching. You have nobody commenting. Just a few. You know. Um, you get no likes, uh, no followers, none of that, and you're still doing it. You're still doing this. You're kind of lonely, sitting in a dark room, coming up with ideas and doing things, working on your music. Congratulations. You figured it out. You're exactly where you need to be right now. Being naive is a gift. It's an absolute gift. Have you seen the movie? That's God, I got to watch it again. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. It's called Being There. It stars Peter Sellers. I believe Shirley MacLaine. Peter Sellers plays this guy named Chauncey Gardner. And he's a gardener at a, a mansion. And he's a very simple man, uh, mental. He's clueless about a lot of things. He doesn't know the difference between, you know, he doesn't know the rules of the, you can't do things. And he starts talking to people and people start to go either this guy's crazy or he's a genius. And over the more and more over the, the course of the movie, people start to think he's a genius. He's hanging out with presidents. He's hanging out. He's doing all kinds of stuff, but he doesn't know why he doesn't know why people are into him. He just speaks from the heart. He speaks from a place where there are no rules, where there's nobody telling you, you can't do this. There are other ways to think about things. In fact, I'm going to tell the end of the movie because it, 
Oh my God, it is so powerful. To me, it's one of the most powerful endings of a movie of all time. And I'm going to, it's, I'm, listen, it's a spoiler alert, but Christ's sake, the movie's been out for a thousand years. Okay. So it's really not a spoiler alert. At the end of the movie, like when the credits are rolling, he's taking a walk out on, there's a lake and he starts walking towards the lake. And the next thing you know, he's walking on the water. And he's only doing this because he doesn't know you can't walk on water. It's such a powerful message. You have to watch it. It's called being there. And I take that type of stuff to heart. A lot of people go, ah, it's just a movie. Yeah, none of this could happen. I believe this stuff. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've been able to make things happen is because I truly believe this. The book Illusions by Richard Bach, I've had him on podcast before. He wrote Jonathan Livingston Siegel. I told him, and I had the opportunity to do this, and it made my day that I used to take his book, a fiction book, and I used to put it in the uh, nonfiction categories in bookstores because it's real to me. Illusions is a real book to me, okay? So it's really cool. I think we all need some of that innocence back. I think we all need to, to harness that being naive and just not paying attention to what's out there, all the people out there saying you can't do it and all the reasons are so, we can come up with so many reasons why we can't do something over how we can. And you have to train yourself to say, how can I do this instead of why I, I can't do this because of this, all right? So bottom line, if people are talking about your back, about, about behind your back, about an idea you have or a dream you have or a belief or a decision you made, you're crushing it. I am so happy for you. I really, I am so happy for you. It is such a powerful thing. I mean, for me, I'm choosing right now to live my life online. And at my age, that's an irrational thought. Being a creator, stepping into that world at my age, totally irresponsible, totally irrational. And I know people are thinking that. I know they are. I know my life is, my wife is looking at me sideways like, hey, what the hell is this guy doing again? You know, it's Dreamer Terry. But look around. I made some things happen. You know, I've got somewhat of a track record. But I, I mean, my, I'm probably hitting 20%, but, I, but I'm hitting. I'm doing some of the things I never thought I would be able to do. I'm doing things that people never thought that I would be able to do. So doing this right now, like I said, this is a totally irrational thing. I look cringy. I know. I know I look cringy doing this. A guy on YouTube, guy on, you know, but doing a you know, podcaster for anybody. But I mean, I got a goal and a dream behind this. I'm not just doing this to do it. I mean, this is a passion. I think about it all the time. I think about spending time with my wife. I think about being the best husband I could be. I'm more and more thinking about my health. These are all priorities for me. I think about the Lex and Terry show nonstop, but I've gotten into a zone there where I know how to work it over the last 30 something years. But this I'm thinking about all the time. You know, I don't know what the future of YouTube is. Anybody that's getting involved in YouTube, people could go, you know what? Why would you do that? Why would you give a platform your ideas? They could just take it away at any time. 
They're tempting you with making money. They're tempting you here and this. Why, why would you do that? Because I'm irrational. That's why it's exciting to me. Oh, anyway. So maybe there, maybe I could put together the whole book about it. Like I was talking about, maybe I can do that because I do have some thoughtful ideas on how I can use harnessing the power of being naive into your everyday life, but also being able to uh, being responsible about it. It's it's just an idea. I'm not saying that's what, what I'm going to do. So, um, you know, I'm just going to do it like just the other day. Here's, here's an example. Just the other day, Sherry was online looking at a, a muscle car. She loves muscle cars. She wants to get one, another one one day. She's online looking at it. She's, hey, look at this, man. It's uh, only $17,000. It's a cool car. I could really do something with this. And I said, let's get it. Let's do it. We don't have a place to park it. We don't have a place for that, but, but let's do it. Let's get it. Let's do something totally irrational is exactly the words I told her. She was like, you know, it's in Florida. And I said, let's drive it. Let's fly out there. Let's get the car. Let's drive it all the way back to Washington state. We will video it. We'll talk about the car. We'll do all kinds of stuff. We'll, we'll make a real cool, exciting adventure about it. Let's do that. Okay. But that's just the way I think that's totally a rational thought. Anyway, guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for liking, subscribing, and sharing the show. It means a lot. Reviewing the show is a big deal. Thank you so much. And uh, have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you Monday for another T11. Bye.